Antibody Apparel is clothing that keeps you in mind, keeping safety and health education at the forefront of their design. Antibody Apparel is made with love by a team of creatives and healthcare professionals who believe that conveying knowledge can empower the spirit through style and positivity. Antibody Apparel is all about quality, comfort, and style we can all depend on. So whether you need to be in a virtual meeting in five minutes or the dispensary in ten, throw on some antibody gear and you're good to go. Antibody Apparel is an expression of science through art. Follow them on Instagram at Antibody Apparel or visit them online at antibodyapparel.co. I gotta hurry up. I got kids I have to pick up. Yo, 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 you made it. You're here. You are here. Thanks so much for joining us. We're the Pot Smoking Moms. We have a podcast and we talk about parenting and cannabis. I am one of your hosts, Sunny D, along with my homegirl, Captain Jay. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. If you like us, Please rate, subscribe, share, be friends with us on all the social medias, all of them, not just one of them, all, all of them. them. Potsmokingmoms.com is the website. We have everything there, like our page, our Patreon, like we have a whole patron section and you can contribute to this wonderful podcast. And I mean, and, and other content, so many our other game co- show, yeah, all kinds of wonderful our quirky, things. silly TikToks. Yes. <laughs> What we also would like to invite you to smoke with us. This is a perfect time for you to grab something smoking. You might as well, right? We're here. We're doing it. Uh, what are you smoking on today? I got here a little bit of a Star Dog, a hybrid. Nice, nice. I got a uh, purple Wookie, an indica. Mm, look at you with the indicas. I know, doing it up. I converted you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Get a little interlude music while you smoke it up. We were going to talk about Sean Paul, but I just, I just because I wanted to play the music. So there we go. We got that out of the way. (laughs) We got that out of the way. We uh, got some stuff going on this week. It's interesting. We were talking. So we, we now have cool smoke gear because we are the pot smoking moms. (laughs) Like uh, we were talking about this earlier and I was like, well, if we, you know, my our husbands call us weed nerds and it's funny because jay had got me a toker poker and it's like a thing you put your lighter in and it has a little long uh poker to poke all your bowls out and then it has a little a little edge to like cash your bowls out to like smush your bowl yeah to smush the bowl so like you can have a fully packed bowl and sometimes you don't want to smoke the whole bowl so you just corner out a little piece and you just smoke it like in quarters yeah. of your bowl. Especially if like that big ass bowl you have yeah. on that thing is huge. Like I cannot <laughs> smoke that whole bowl at all in one, in one sitting. So getting called nerds. Guess, guess who stole my toker poker? Your hubby. Yeah. He was after like making fun of you for it. Yeah. After making fun of me for all the shit we got. He ha- and now he has hold, held that hostage and he's using it. And yesterday 
he, he turned around, looked at me, and, and, and was, like, super jazzed about it. Like, I had never seen it. Like, it wasn't mine to begin with. <laughs> showing me what it does. And I was like, dude, uh, it's mine. Yeah. Why are you showing me how it works? I'm pretty sure when I show my husband, too, he's like, well, you could just use a toothpick or something. And right. I'm like, yeah, but this is always with you with the lighter. I and know. you don't have to go looking for the toothpick. And, right. like, and you don't have to dirty a thousand toothpicks. Yeah, and throwing away a bunch of toothpicks. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we have all these devices just because we're doing this podcast because otherwise i'd be in the okay. ice ages still before we started this podcast like let's be real i only smoked jays and bowls i haven't had a bong since i was like in my early 20s right. now i have like six yeah right <laughs> exactly but it, but if we were, weren't doing this podcast uh, it, you know it we reawakened my love like i didn't like bongs before but now i can appreciate them right Right, and then the student glass. Have you seen that one? That shit's oh. ridiculous. Somebody had hit me I up, and I was I like, that's not, that. "That's not like." But that is party smoking. That would not be like, like it's like a gravity bong, and that is like yeah, hardcore. That's intense, and that's not something to just do by yourself. Like, I feel like you like, go through a lot of weed in that, right? Yeah, I, too. Also, so that's why I think it would be good for sharing. Yeah, yeah. That's also. But I just wanted to, I just thought it was really funny that we have these devices and, you know, our husbands make fun of us. And then they turn around and see how useful these things are. <laughs> and, um, oh yeah. So that's fun. That happened this week. Any, any, any fun things happen for you too? Not really. Nothing fun happening here. Oh, just- you're... Just uh, moving into my house. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're in her house. Her this is the house. first time we're back the in my house. house now. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, you still it's got not work to do. It's not put but, together. But it looks so good. Thank you. It looks so good. It's almost done. How nice. Light at the end of the tunnel. And it's so nice to have new things that you put in your house to your taste and your liking and you picked it out. It's hard to move into a house that has, like, new stuff. You kind of say, well, okay. I would have done this new, different. I don't but, really like that. You're yeah. right. But you kind of have to live with it because you're not going to splurge on a ton of shit right away. Exactly. So you kind of have to. But, yeah, it's really nice. I mean, we've to, been here seven years, so now we're finally doing a big reno. Yeah. Good. And you did a big one. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. <laughs> ah, it's Con- almost over. Congratulations so on Thank that. You. Congratulations on your TikTok comment blowing oh, up. Oh, my God. Usually, I'm on the other. I'm on the side of the I've fence. never gotten so much heat off of a comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't it nuts? And I wasn't even being rude or mean or anything. I was just correcting him <laughs> not correcting him okay that's wrong so i don't correct- like being called a girl like i feel like it's kind of demeaning like girls. yeah it's condescending and i would and i would yeah. and i would say that would that's better especially word. in the workplace yeah i don't care if my dad calls me girl or if some stranger even calls me girl he don't know who i am but like my boss in a workplace no, you're not going to call me. Hey, girl. I'm not a girl. And it's already like they're already making a joke about periods and stuff. And I thought it was funny. Right. OK, so and I thought like, it was a good gesture and it was cute. But the girl thing was kind of like up. Mm. we should set up what the what the TikTok is and what the comment was. So the TikTok, let me find the. The TikTok is of this doctor and the joke is that he works the, with an office full of girls right. and they're in sync. And there's little blood drops. Right. Oh, somebody's complaining because I was like, 
Because you said something I tagged them. Yeah, so I tagged all the girls who had something slick to say, and I was like, I'm going to talk about you on your po- on our podcast. <laughs> so now You're someone so has funny. a problem about that. Whatever. <laughs> so, okay, so let me set it up. So, right, so it's the doctor, and he's getting all the girls that were, all and the ladies buying them that lunch, work for which him. Which is awesome. Right. He's buying them lunch, but because they're all on their period. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're not trying to be... We are humorous at all times. We understand it. It's funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I didn't Some, think it was a bad joke. Again, sometimes we make comments because it's we just make a comment. But since people that follow us see our comment first, then it's interesting because all these people follow us on, yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> but I don't even know that they realize that they follow us. And that's why they're seeing our comment first. Yeah. But... I'm sure they know they right, but we made you made this comment in not a really mean way. It was kind of yeah, I guess some people can take it as like oh she just it's hard to hear the tone right, and when you're reading a comment, you don't know the tone. I wasn't being a snarky tone. I was actually laughing when I saw the TikTok, but I was like that was nice gesture, but they're ladies, not girls. Yeah, that's all I said. Right, that's all you said, and it's because it's so hard. We I think as women, we're trying to get the respect we deserve in the workplace. Okay, and we've been fighting for this for a while. And I honestly feel that in the workplace, I mean, it opens up a whole other conversation because, yeah, it's a joke and we get the joke and haha, it's funny and we're not really taking it. I make jokes about sinking all the time. I say about you when you girls get to their periods, you're going to be sinking all together and living. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, some could even go to argue like, oh, it's not PC. It's a joke about periods. Like, okay, we're always on the page of like. I didn't even say it about that. We're always right. We're always on the same page of like everything is full go for like joking. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's also a place to where you should be uh, make people aware that, hey, you know, we need to like respect each other in the workplace. So I get that there's part of that conversation in there, too. But everybody's jumping to conclusions and getting off saying that I was being sensitive. But oh, I feel they're being sensitive about my comment. Right. So it's such a crazy fucking thing because it's so it's so crazy. Right. So people are complaining about people are upset that you're upset about. <laughs> so they're complaining about you complaining. So it's like a never ending circle. Like I have to stop myself on comments when I'm looking through through videos sometimes because I'm like, what's the point? What's the <laughs> point? It's like I'm yelling into the fucking abyss of a universe sometimes. And then people like flip out like this and make it a bigger deal than it is. I know, the comment was, this is an awesome gesture, but they are ladies, not girls. Right. Maybe, ladies, maybe if I had girls. put a little imag- emoji happy face, they would have seen that it wasn't in a... Whatever. Everybody Whatever. takes... So then somebody's like, oh my God, there's always got to be that person. <laughs> And then the person, someone replies, it really is. She was high, high and, and got, got too far into her feelings. feelings. We, we does, does that to a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God. He brought food. And at this point, that's all that matters. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck respecting the, the bitches that work and then for him. Like, they are <laughs> girls. I don't know what the ratio of common is, but uh, yeah, they are yeah. girls. And then OMG. No one cares but you. Oh, maybe the ratio common is like, oh, because there's more of them than of him. I don't know. I don't know. And, and then, then really, like, you're that sensitive. Right. So it's like. And then somebody uh, puts, laughing my ass off, no one cares but you. Yeah. 
And then she's the one that circled back. So I put tune into our podcast Wednesday. We'll be talking all about these comments. <laughs> and then this other, this chick is like, why? Because you didn't agree with you. She didn't even, she didn't even double check that sentence. <laughs> why? Because we don't agree with you. No, she did. Oh, did she just fix that? That was weird. <laughs> why? Because we don't agree with you. Childish. If bringing me and the others that didn't agree with you down makes you feel better, go for it. We're not, well, we're not gonna you blast down your, your username. And we're not and gonna all blast that. your username. No, we're just we're elaborating because you can't really elaborate going back and forth on yeah, comments. On, I, yeah, especially on TikTok and people get stuck into and that. And I place. guess we could do a reaction video or whatever, but it doesn't let us do it on comments from other videos. Right. They would have to comment our, on our video. Yeah. Which but they at the would, same they time can see because there they was follow us. No ill will. I was just simply stating that they're not girls they're ladies and if it was the other way and the ladies were calling a men boys then it would be like no no no, no we're men and yeah, it would have uh-huh, you know uh-huh. it wouldn't be a big yeah, deal try to call your boss a boy yeah. at work and see what happens yeah okay? exactly okay girl try calling one of the guys at work a boy and that's all i mean you know and again i go back to what i've said in other podcasts and where I it's like because i'm hr and i'm just like yeah. i try to be you know I get you, I get you, but it's also like, yeah, I'm, it's a respect <laughs> issue, for, especially for women, bro, especially in the workplace. We're and these are all get, women coming at me. And they're all women, it, it, it's crazy, and they're all women back like, oh, it's just a joke. We're like, I, I we're, we're like advocating for women. Yeah. It's, just, it's like a weird circle, <laughs> and it's it's like... And yeah, you can't go back and forth in the comments because it's pointless. Exactly. And they don't see the bigger picture. It's just the 15 seconds or eight seconds of whatever fucking TikTok. And that's the problem with some of these people is they judge you based on a comment you made on a TikTok or based on a TikTok you made. Yeah. And like, we'll touch base again with cancel culture. Like, I agree. If you do not like the way someone behaves... Then you have the fucking right to stop following them. Yeah. Don't buy their merchandise. Don't buy their don't merchandise. Follow them. Don't follow them. Don't be into them. Yeah, that's it. Okay. But don't continue f- to follow them and continue to talk shit and f- and look for ways to like to to hate. Like just stop following. I can't believe they try to cancel Eminem. Oh, so then you said that. I don't know what I mean. Okay, so I bleached my hair and it was so <laughs> funny because because it, Captain Jane was like, oh, at first glance, I saw your picture real quick in the corner and I thought you were evident. <laughs> Slim Shady Days. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my I, my hair is, I think the developer I used was not, I'm never using that developer again, but my hair is like super blonde for air. It's like crazy blonde. <laughs> but I think we're going to go, I think we're going to go turquoise blue. We are going to put some color in it so <laughs> we could tone this down because I don't, I'm not the real Slim Shady. <laughs> Please so, stand up. No, I'm not. I won't stand up. I'm not the real Sunny Shady. So, anyway, real Sunny D. I'm the real Sunny D. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few things. We got a couple of events coming up. 420 Fest. If you don't know, now you know. In Sarasota, it's going to be April 24th in you're the not Sarasota Fairgrounds. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're not, tired. you're listening every week. You maybe, know. <laughs> maybe if you're one of the girls who, one of the girls who got upset about our girls' comments. <laughs> One of the girls. And you want to meet us in the person ladies. and you want to take it, take it, duke it out <laughs> over some TikTok. Want to go beat us up. 
uh, this is the place to find us. Well, girls, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get offended of another girl calling me a girl, but for some reason, from a man, it's and it's, it's a, demeaning. It's like I know, I know. condescending, like you it's said. condescending, and it's their boss, and we didn't mean for it to sound melodramatic. Yeah, I thought it was a funny TikTok. It was a. I thought it was funny. It was. It was funny. It was a. I'm pretty sure I liked it too. It was. It was funny, but it wasn't like whatever. Hilarious. We should just move on. And you know, period jokes. Oh, because we can't stop. We love period jokes. Anyways, I do love to eat when I'm on my period, though. I I don't have to be on my period to to eat. Okay, <laughs> I'll eat. I love eating. Period. Time. <laughs> yeah. Period. Uh, other event we have coming up, High Five, on um, March 19th. It will be St. Patty's theme. We're working out the details for that right now. We had a very successful first virtual game show. It's really fun. Uh, hope you guys could check this one out. Um, so we will keep you posted, and we'll keep making those announcements on our Instagram page and whatnot. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime... <laughs> Your favorite news, it's the news nugs. You heard it here, probably second or third. For sure. Definitely not first. (laughs) So, New Jersey governor signs marijuana legalization bills. Democratic Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey signed legislation on Monday to implement the legalization of marijuana for use by adults and establish a commercial cannabis market in the state. The signing of the three bills by Murphy comes more than three months after voters approved a legislation on their ballot initiative in the November general election. New Jersey's broken, indefensible marijuana laws, which permanently stained the records of many residents and short-circuited their futures, disproportionately hurt communities colored and failed the meaning of justice at every level, social or otherwise, was said by Murphy in a press conference. In their place... In their place are laws that will usher in a new industry based on equity, which will reinvest dollars into communities, laws which promote both public health by promoting safe cannabis products and public safety by allowing law enforcement to focus their resources on serious crimes, said the governor. Three separate bills were signed by Murphy on Monday. One removes all criminal penalties for possession of up to six ounces of marijuana and up to 170 grams of hashish by adults 21 and older. The measure also decriminalizes the transfer of up to one ounce of marijuana between adults and reduces penalties for the distribution of larger amounts of cannabis. Another bill regulates the commercial production and sale of cannabis, allowing adults 21 and over to purchase up to one ounce of marijuana at licensed dispensaries. The bill also enacts a sales tax on cannabis purchases with 70% of funds raised dedicated to investment in low-income communities. The third measure signed by Murphy enacts a series of written warnings to be issued to people under the age of 21 caught possessing marijuana rather than the imposition of civil or criminal penalties. Young people with three or more offenses for underage cannabis possession could also be sentenced to community service. The bill also includes provisions to prevent law enforcement from searching young people solely based on the smell of marijuana. The bills, huh? Had this happened back when you were yeah, in Butts County. Jeez. The bills <laughs> finally codify the will of the people as reflected in the November passage of Question 1, a measure to legalize cannabis in general terms that received nearly 70% of the vote. 
drafting that New Jersey was like, fuck. Not only were they like, yes, they were like, like, fuck fuck yes. yes. (laughs) Drafting the details of the legislation were bogged down over issues, including social equity, commercial regulation, and Murphy's insistence that young people face consequences for underage possession of marijuana. That seems pretty reasonable. Also home grows, not allowed notably absent from the legalization measures are provisions that would allow for growing personal amounts of cannabis at home. Not even by medical marijuana patients. So we're going to go with the bills I just signed. We'll leave it at that, Murphy said, to a question about home cultivation. (laughs) I appreciate the folks who have reached out on that front, but we're going to go with what we've got. Yeah, I think they're going little by little because I think once that's allowed... Uh, yeah, keep fighting. Everybody gets a little nervous, so they're like, we're going to do a little bit right now and then, you know. See how that goes. Yeah, because, you know, they can't make too much money if you're growing it yourself at home. I know, but that's fucked up. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So that's definitely stuff that we, we've got to continue to keep in mind when we're fighting for um for this legislation, you know? Yes. It's not fair. That's also another way corporations can, you know, get their hands on that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> if they can't make money off of it, they're not going to want to legalize it. So let's just get them to legalize it and then we'll keep fighting for our right to grow it. That's how I feel. Yeah. If we can write a bill and include it, I feel. Uh, of course. It'd be great if you could get it off the bat. But if it's going to keep it from getting passed, I don't think you should not pass it. Because in the end, people are still getting arrested for it. People are still getting their lives ruined because of it. We need to just stop that already. Yes, ma'am. And everybody is so happy because we got uh, this next. I love you, Miami! Patients flock to Florida's medical marijuana program, driving surgeon job growth. So we found this on uh, Marijuana Moments. Uh, we uh, actually was working on some, you know, uh, a post about the job creation. Uh, the medical marijuana market in Florida created nearly 15,000 new jobs in 2020 and employs an estimated 31,444 state residents, according to a new analysis. Wow. Florida recorded nearly $1.23 billion in marijuana wow. sales in 2020, according to the report report posted by Leafly and Whitney Economics. That's why I'm always like, oye, suelta, suelta los chavo. I know they're making big bucks, bro. Yeah, for real. Florida sales were more than every state except California and Colorado, where marijuana is legal for adults. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. Medical marijuana patient registration surged in Florida last year. I wonder why. <laughs> With 170,000. Oh, it was, it was just because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in Florida last year with 170,000 new patients in 2020, according to the State Office of Medical Marijuana Use. O-M-M-U, they call it. Oh, mine's is up. I got to renew mine soon. Already? Yeah. Damn. They sent me my little email. fast, yeah. man. So um, as of the February 12th update, 485 1,693 state residents are qualified patients who can receive prescriptions from 2,644 licensed physicians to purchase marijuana at 313 dispensaries statewide. Woo! Talk about that growth. That growth is expected to continue with sales projected to top $6 billion in annual sales by 2030 Damn. in Florida. But... Leafly and Whitney Economics said the state would recoup a far greater benefit if it legalized marijuana for adults 
and or did away with its cumbersome and possibly unconstitutionary, unconstitutional uh, regulatory Regulator. scheme on the vertical integration. <laughs> All of it. With a state population of nearly 22 million Floridians, Florida could reasonably double its current total of cannabis jobs if it chose to legalize for all adults, said the report. If any of the several 2021 legalization bills are adopted, Leafly and Whitney Economics projects Florida's marijuana market would boom to $2.1 billion in sales and generate $800 million in state and local taxes while employing more than 60000 Yep. So what are we waiting for? Oh my God! Let's do this. There's so, uh, some uh, some bills are being are being are presented. Uh, bill House Bill three four three filed by um, Carlos Guillermo Smith from Orlando. It would legalize it would legalize marijuana for adults twenty one up and establish a robust and free market regulatory approach. Assigned to four committees, House Bill three four three has not been heard. Senate Companion Senate Bill seven ten filed by Senator Jeff Brandes. From St. Petersburg faces a similar four four committee slog and has not been heard. Florida law requires OMMU to issue medical marijuana licenses limited to 22 with only 15 issued to corporations that are vertically integrated, meaning they must handle the product from seed to sale. We've talked about how problematic this is in the past. And even even um, there's a whole Hassan Minaj does a whole report on um, how mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. effed up this is. A uh, Tallahassee appellate court ruled in July the system was unconstitutional. The case will be heard by the Florida Supreme Court March 1st. Lawmakers, however, don't want to wait for the court ruling and have filed bills seeking to expand opportunities for small businesses. Among them are Senate Bill 562 and Senate Bill 564 by Senator Perry Thurston from Fort Lauderdale and a House Bill 593 and House Bill 595 by Representative Angie Nixon from Jacksonville. Senate Bill 562 and House Bill 593 would prohibit retailers from producing their own products, which they are required to do under the state's vertical integration scheme. Senate Bill 564 and House Bill 595 would require OMMU to impose initial application and biannual renewal fees for licensing of marijuana retail facilities, boosting state coffers, and potentially by hundreds of millions. None has been heard before assigned committees. What is certain to be heard is an unfiled bill seeking to cap THC content, of course. Again. Otra vez. Senate President Wilton Simpson uh, from Tripoli said this week, it's certainly on the table. <sighs> God, again? <clears throat> yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's that fuck shit. It's that FS. Former House Speaker Jose Oliva Pinga. Oh, from Miami. Yeah. Said last year, THC should be canceled because European super strains entering U.S. markets produce schizophrenic results, especially in young developing brains. Proposals to cap THC at 10% drew protests by veterans group and was opposed by influential Republicans, including Brandy's. An attempt to cap THC at 10% for patients under 21 years old failed. Discussion about THC caps emerged after Dr. Bertha Madras, a Harvard University. We talked about her in our podcast when that happened, when she came and talked to the committees. A psychobiologist and anti-cannabis activist addressed the House Health and Human Services Committee for the fourth consecutive sessions on the danger of high-potency marijuana. 
I'm not sure if I should start running for the hills, Smith quipped afterwards, or start running for a dispensary to relieve my anxiety. <laughs> yeah, because she starts talking about how dangerous it is and all that. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I think it was in our first season when we, when we talked about her, um, what she said at, at the at the committee. About hearing. the yeah. high THC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's a lot going on here. Hopefully one of those... The bills maybe come through or maybe we get it on the ballot for the next election. Yeah. We'll see. Definitely. We'll keep you posted on all of that stuff. Uh, right now, we got a really, really fun um, interview with uh, our buddy cannabis coach, Bradley King. I'm sure all of you guys follow him. We all love him very much. We had him on a show a while back ago and he's back. He just moved to Georgia from California. So he just moved from a recreational, <coughs> a recreational state to a completely Illegal, illegal state. state. So we talked to him about that. And uh, we hope you enjoy this interview. Brad here, uh, he was living out in California. And a lot of you know him. A lot of you follow up with him. So you know he was making a big move to Georgia. And so now we're going to talk to him about his move to Georgia. And he's so much closer to us now that we are definitely going to plan to meet up sometime soon. And trust me, uh, we know the places to go around here, so we'll be uh, we'll we'll let you know where to go. And I'll be going up to Georgia too. I have brothers and cousins that live out there, so I visit there time to time. So whenever I'm in that area, I'm going to hit you up. Oh my gosh, please do! I'm so excited. I'm I, I'm really excited to be on this side of the united states (laughs) yeah change is different do you i i thrive on change i really enjoy change i get bored real easily is that do you is that do you like change girl you've lived here your whole life yeah well i'm talking about in other things okay (laughs) i cannot get out of here for the life of me i'm stuck in florida for a long time even though lately i'm like give me to canada give me to canada oh my god canada looks like telling you there's something about canada right Mm -hmm. um but no, it's like, it's totally, um, it's different over here. And I, I am kind of the same way where like, I thrive off of like, just doing different things than what I'm used to. I like walking out of my comfort zone. You know, it's like, it's really scary, but I do like that feeling of like being somewhere new and pushing myself to do like the most again with something like just so fresh, you know, and I, I like walking into environments where people don't know me. They don't know me by my social media. They don't know really much about me out here yet you know so it's it's been it's been a interesting change and i'm excited to just like continue to blossom to be honest with you how's your son handling the change how's he handling he's loving it he's surprisingly at for 11 years old he is just down for an adventure he just wants to kind of do whatever we want to do but like not in like a bad way like he knows he has you know, a choice and a say in everything. And when we approached him about moving, we were very open about like, is this even something you want to try? Or do you really like it over here in California? Because he's all about that beach life. And, um, you know, he loved going down to the ocean just as much as possible. And But he was very open to just like, if that's what dads want to do, like I'll do it too, you know? He's very, he's very um, comfortable, I think, with us making decisions because he knows that nothing will change. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the level stay the same. The it's just going to be an environment change. Yeah, you know? just different and, setting. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's kept that mindset. He's he's been having kind of a difficult time the last couple um, days, specifically because he's been missing friends. Yeah, so that's be we hard. got very lucky yesterday, though, because we have a playground here 
um, in our uh, community. And there was a ton of kids playing yesterday wearing masks. Everyone was being safe. Um, not a ton of kids. Let me rephrase. Probably like six. So that feels like a ton there. when you've been quarantined. And we let him go yeah. down and he got to meet some new kids and they played social distance wise, but like he got to finally like have that interaction. So today specifically, it's been better. That's good. <laughs> it's been nice. That's good. I know my son is dying for that inter- social interaction with other kids because he's an only child. He's only home with us. He's doing virtual school. So he definitely misses that interaction with other kids. He's ready to go back to school. Are you guys going to do uh, public school there? Are you going to do virtual school? I think no? what we want to do for the rest of the year is just virtual. And then we did debate on getting him into a school down here, but I'm like, it's a brand new curriculum. There's like, what, three, four months left in the year. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I, I tried to do all that I could, obviously, to like not have that happen. And his school in California worked with us very amazingly. Um, so yeah, he's doing virtual five days a week now. So hopefully if things are kind of going smooth, we'll say junior high, he'll, he'll hop in, you know, which is going to be, which is crazy. I can't believe he's almost done with fifth grade already. Like that's just. He's in fifth grade now. So next year yeah. would be junior high, sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. OMG. Fifth grade but already. I think that in Georgia, some, I don't know when I, when I was a kid, I remember when we moved up to Georgia, cause I lived in Georgia when I was a kid between Florida and Georgia a lot. And I was actually supposed to be starting sixth grade. And I was so excited to finally be going to middle school. But then my mom decided to move back to Georgia and the school that we got enrolled in was actually an elementary school that went to sixth grade. So I didn't get to advance. Gotcha. So I was very annoyed by that. So maybe you'll be able to find elementary school. <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. We're, we're happy that we're able to do it like that for now. But yeah, he's, I think, you know, I am one of those parents that I do believe that he does, he should go back at some point, you know, if we're able to kind of do it in a safe, safe way, at least, you know, that's always my biggest concern, obviously is his safety. And if we can find a school that will do it the right way that I feel comfortable with, you know, I think he should definitely go back because he does need that. You know, it's been a hard year without it. Yes. But it really has. The biggest change has to be definitely that you're in a non-legal state now. Right. How's that been? <laughs> I know. I, like when you said that, I think the uh, first reaction of all of us was, oh, well, yeah. what are we going to do he's now? Like, he's going to Georgia? Yeah, what are we going to do? It's like, now what is he going to do? It's like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> right no it's so like they um it's so funny the reactions i got because you literally go come from arizona which was medical and then california which is just like recreational like capital of the world it's like you can smoke weed anywhere in california <laughs> like you can offer it to a cop and they're just like man like i'm good it's like okay like there's just no limits there it's very it's very different yeah. Um, so, you know, I make a lot of comedy jokes and I make a lot of skits about like, you know, getting a plug down here and blah, 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 blah. Um, but on a very serious note, you know, I, I'm a, also a really big believer because I think it does have a lot to do with um, my son's past. But for those of you that aren't familiar, we adopted our son when he was uh, five years old, but he came into our lives when he was four. And so we became his foster parents. And um, you know, he went through a very traumatic past with his, uh, with his biological, uh, family, you know, with drugs and a lot of things. And granted, it was a lot harder drugs than cannabis. It was definitely crazier things going on, um, that caused that to happen. But, you know, when we made the decision to move down here, 
that was obviously like my biggest fear is like, okay, one, what am I going to do about my medicine? But two, how do I want to go about this? You know, because it is an illegal state because stuff can technically happen if I'm not safe. Um, and it is that fear of what he's gone through already. I think that is causing me to just, you know, to do it the hundred percent legal way, just to be real. You know, I've, I've been really, um, fortunate lately the last, so we've been out here for a little over three weeks now. So I've been fortunate lately to find something that works for me. Um, but first moving out here, holy crap, was that an adjustment? You know, I smoked basically like my last few bowls over there in California. And I was like, okay, you know, I try to be that person. That's like, we're going to go out there and we're just going to, we're just going to have the CBD flower. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, in- tell me. Involuntary <laughs> tolerance break. Basically. It's basically, but I like, I told myself, I was like, I just have to do it. Like, cause I didn't, it was just fear, right. Fear of traveling with it. Fear yeah. Of, like, crossing state lines. That's risky. With right it just it gets nerve-wracking so I'm just like okay you know what I'm just gonna go down there and not do it and you know so basically the whole you know trip going down it was just you know hemp flower and I get down here and I just was kind of dabbling with that I really wasn't using too much besides my tinctures in the morning which I'm a big believer in and that really does still help me out with my panic disorder and it helps me to get leveled but when you're not throwing in cannabis and you know or I'm sorry when you're not throwing in THC um, it's, Ooh, it's different. And mm-hmm. it really does change. It's, it's crazy coming from a, you can get high every day, kind of as much as you want to like, now I'm limiting myself, you know, and I was weaning myself off a little bit before we moved, but let's be real here. I was about to leave California. So I didn't wean myself off too, too much, you know, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I need to like, try to do the best that I can, you know? And, um, it's been a struggle. The first couple of weeks, I experienced a lot of anxiety again, a lot of um, emotions that I haven't felt in a while, just with stress and creating big things out of little things, you know, with finances and, you know, oh, we have to get the, the cars registered. I totally forgot about that, you know, and just like creating all sorts of things in my head, you know, and just making them these huge deals like I do because of my mental health. And luckily, though, to kind of, you know, bring a positive note on it. Um, I did use, I think the last few weeks to allow myself to feel all that again. I don't think that cannabis makes you numb per se, but I think sometimes when I go through really hard things, sometimes it's really easy for me to talk about it and deal with it. But sometimes, you know, I can find myself over medicating to deal with it a Mm -hmm. little bit easier. So I think it's kind of healthy sometimes to also take those tolerance breaks, not just so we're not consuming as much, but also for our minds to just kind of reset, I, I, right. Reset and let that fog kind of clear up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I live in this foggy world, but just like, you know, it, it kind of, it just to clear it up in there, you know, and I felt a little more like, okay, like I was seeing things a little differently and I was feeling things differently and, but it was good. It was healthy. It was, it was good for me to cry in certain moments that I needed to, instead of like, running to a joint and me realizing like, Oh, maybe I was using that as a um, coping mechanism too much, you know, and it's, it's been a learning experience. And um, just recently this last uh, week or so, I've been trying a couple different things in regards to Delta Mm eight, which is 
that's different. Lifesaver right now. Life it is very different. Sure it is like, it is crazy though, like how different it is. You just, cause you just don't expect to get what you get out of it, you know? So I, I tried some gummies. Um, it went over kind of well, but I've always been kind of hit or miss with edibles. Like I have to have quite a bit of milligrams for me to feel anything with edibles. So, you know, I only took about a hundred, 150 milligrams of Delta eight gummies. I didn't like, I kind of felt something for like probably a good, like 30 minutes where I was like, Oh, I was like, Whoa. But then it always just goes away really quick for me. You know, Mm -hmm. it's always how it is. It's like real quick. And then it's like, okay, bye. (laughs) You know? Uh, So, <clears throat> but then I, uh, a friend of mine was like, are you not vaping yet? Are you not vaping Delta eight? And I was like, no, cause I've always, ever since everything just happened, right. Like just a few years ago in the vaping world, it's, it's been very hit or miss with like what I'm willing to try. Right. Like I really got to know the brand and company and, um, I gotta do my research, like a lot of research to trust it. But I was like, okay, I should try it. Um, and I, there's a smoke shop really close to me. Uh, where I'm currently at, and we um, went up there, and I found a vape, and I was like, "All right, let's see, let's see how this is." So I ended up um, doing my research, and it had like really good reviews. And I cannot find the packaging; I'll have to show you later because I know I, people are going to want me to recommend it. I need to yeah, they want, they're going to want to know which one it is. Yes, I'll get it here in just a minute. But um, it's totally like doing the trick. And I got a sativa. Okay, now I have to get it. Hold on. I have to show it to everybody, obviously. Where is it? Okay. Anyways, but it's a, it's a sativa Delta 8. And it's totally working. And I'm thoroughly impressed with it. And I never thought, to be honest with you guys. That Delta it. 8 would be able to do the trick. Yes. So I'm going to give you the brand later, okay? And we'll we'll, we'll post it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get find it, it right now. Um, but yeah, it's totally doing the trick and it's helping me out a lot. And it's giving me that little, you know, boost that I'm needing. And I'm actually mixing it with CBD as well. And it's just working like a charm. So I'm yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it so far. Not complaining too much. And so I'm like, you know what, if I can just use that for now, you know, continue to find what works for me and, you know, kind of dabble in those products. Um, I want to continue to advocate down here to just make it legal in general. Yes. Have you already started looking? I mean, you've only been there three weeks, but um, have you looked to like see if there's any like local normal chapters or something like that that you could get involved in? Yeah, there's at least I have found at least two or three different groups um one of them it seems like they are pretty involved like i should have had all this written down but um yeah one of the groups that i found looks like they're pretty involved too so i'll make sure to like give you all the info and i'll post about it too whenever um i start getting more involved with them but yeah i think there's there's a lot that can be done down here i think ultimately it sounds like they just need a lot of voices they need a lot of like people to maybe like sign petitions you know stuff like that so i'm hoping i can use my platforms to try and do the best that I can to get tons of signatures for things and hopefully get things not passed, but maybe at least looked at because of that, you know, and try to get other people to gang up with me. And I don't know, there's just a lot, I think that can be done nowadays, especially with social media and the influence of, you know, of people with, with a platform. So 
get it on the ballot in Georgia. Yes, right. Like, yeah. I'm just excited to do that. I think people in Georgia, too, are excited for change because they're blue lately, now. Yeah, it's been things have been moving in a really good direction. So I don't know. Hopefully, who knows? Maybe maybe the federal government will beat Georgia to the punch. Yeah. What do you think about Hopefully. that? With all these yeah. rumors that that possibly federal legalization may be coming. Years. She says within one. I say within I the year two. they may pass it, but it's going to take a couple years before it's actually like implemented and regulated. And you know, but I think it's going to come and get passed soon because I, I, I feel think, like they I say they're within, pushing for it. I'm hoping a year, but I would say within. I would say I would agree probably about two because of just some of these states, how much they're going to push, you know, like there's just going to be a lot of hoops that I can just see that, you know, like I could see an owner down here trying to open up a dispensary and it just being like a pain in the ass. Like Mm -hmm. if we're just being totally honest, you know, like I think it'll just, it's just going to take a lot for stuff, I think, to get started and implemented and laws and, you know, so I'm hoping though that they can see, the examples of the other states and it's like okay i get that you know when it comes to like medications and it comes to you know the the big man right like they don't want to take money out of the pharmaceutical companies for the pills and like i get all that but like i'm hoping they can look at the examples of the financial gains that these states have gone through like it and the jobs really, it creates, it creates oh lots God. of jobs. Yeah, and just even, I mean, using Republicans, funds for all these schools. people are about making jobs, right? Let's yeah. cannabis industry has given lots of jobs, yeah. especially during the pandemic. I feel like uh, cannabis has continued to give people jobs, and yeah, it's amazing, honestly, and just you know what it does just for you know Colorado. It's really turned that state around a lot financially, and it's helped them rebuild a lot. It's helped them you know, pay their teachers more. Like there's just a lot of amazing things that are, it's happening over there because of that, you know, California, I don't know. They like, I don't know where they throw them. But California has been at it for a really long time. Like I remember for the longest seeing specials on like uh, places getting raided by the DEA and then people going, well, um, how are you guys sending the DEA over here when it's like legal within the state? Like it was like Mm -hmm. a whole battle that was going on. Yeah, Kelly's had it hard for a long time, and it's been medical for, like, years and years there. I I can't exactly remember when it, but it's been, you know, quite a few years. So, but I just, I don't know. I don't think they're, like, the best example with what they do with their money, to be honest. There's a lot of places in California, it's just, like, their highways aren't the best. There's there's so much that it's, like, where does the money go to? Like, (laughs) I get we live by the beach, but, like, what what does this money go to, like, really? It's just there's so much with California that doesn't make sense. And, you know, I people, you know, are they always want to move down there because of the industry. But I'm like, you got to understand that's all you're getting down there is just an open industry. Like the cost of living is insane. The the hospitality really is not the best. And to be honest with you, it's because people are kind of cutthroat down there because they kind of have to be to pay their bills. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's that kind of living like everybody down there that has a job has a side hustle. Yep. If not a side hustle, they got two side hustles. Like, it's just, that's how you live down there. And everybody lives with their families and everyone's trying to make it. And it's, it's hard. It's a, it's a crazy state. And especially with everything with the governor, you know, doing some of the things that he's done and creating some of those laws that he's created. It's just really, it's made it sickening to live there. And the fact that like my, some of my money 
goes into that man's pocket just drives me mad. I'm not the one to get into politics, nor do I want to talk about it. <laughs> but it is just that kind of feeling of a state, you know. So even though it wasn't legal out here and like I did get really nervous, like we were just ready to get out of there. You know, like that was just it was not the vibe for us anymore. Damn, like, and well, I always wanted to live in Cali just because the scenery. It's just so mm-hmm beautiful out there um yeah being able to be on the beach even though you can't go in the water it's too cold but being able to go from the ocean to the mountains to the desert to like everything i always thought california was so interesting because of that i live in a state we live in a state that's very flat and just we got great beaches that's for sure yeah we got the everglades but we don't have gorgeous mountains and a cool i know mountains are pretty uh, i would say like the next place i go to i would definitely need to be able to look at a mountain or two let's go to colorado there's nothing like people you know you love the beach and yeah the beach is great but i mean i don't know there's something so majestic about a mountain i want to like just step out my outside my house and just see a mountain i don't know i kind of agree i think the beach is really built up in people's heads but like after you go like i don't know like 20 times you're just kind of like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't go as much as you think you will. Like right. our last month of living in Cali, like I told Tom, I was like, I'm going to the beach at least twice a week. And then like the second week, you know, I haven't gone yet. And I'm like, okay, just w- once a week. And then like, you know, the, <laughs> just in the last few days, like, I'm like, I really want to go. <laughs> like, and then you're like, uh, I'll come back here sometime. Again. It's always such yeah. a trek to go yep. to the beach because you got to pack a bunch it of is. shit, then drag a bunch of shit, then set up a bunch of shit. Then you get and to hang cold. out for a while and it's cool. But then you got to pack up all the shit, drag the shit back, you know, all that. Yeah. All no, again. but wait till you, the beaches here are. <laughs> but I love the beach. Yeah, the beaches I, here, I'm obsessed you're going to like that with the beach. Shit. If it's, you know It's me. not cold. So you'll be able to get in and hang out. We you spend the whole day bring there. Bring a drinking, chill in the sandbar. That's what I need. When I go I to the beach. warm beach life. I'm literally there all day. I just, I'm so just scared of like all the animals in the ocean that I just get freaked out by anything. See, I grew up on the ocean. Like my dad has a boat. So we always went out on the ocean all the time. So yeah, I know. I respect it. I know it's there and I'm, but I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. I'm a chicken shit. So it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's cool. It's, I liked living out there a lot and I really liked living by the beach, but <laughs> now know. you have it the was, forest right and like seriously atlanta is so cool i love to go to atlanta i i travel we've traveled to georgia a couple of times even to just go see music don't go out to there. butts county yeah oh God, butts don't county. go to butts county <laughs> don't go to butts county let me tell you i'm intrigued i want to go don't <laughs> and we were driving you usually, to Bonnaroo. You, usually you would want to go to Butts County, but not this Butts County. Not it would be County. a place called literally Butts County that would do this to us. We were driving to Bonnaroo in an RV. Uh, Bonnaroo's in Tennessee, so you have to go through Georgia to get there. And we got pulled over by cops in uh, going through Butts County, Butts County police, just because they knew that we were where we we're going. And they hashtag butts county and they did an illegal search of our RV and like took all of our stuff out, handcuffed the guys. It was a whole ordeal. They found our, our weed. Everybody got tickets to appear in court. It was awful. Goodness. That sounds insane. No, I'm hoping (laughs) there's a good, there's a, (laughs) on the upside though, did you guys get to go to your concert? 
Yeah, we made it there. We're and they right. didn't find Did all of our do- weed. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> Did you get to do drugs at said concert? Okay. No. Once we got Thank there, you. we got the best welcome from like a hippie that arrived and sold us these beautiful shroom chocolates. And it was like, okay, all that never happened. Right. <laughs> Everything's happy okay. again. <laughs> like we were handcuffed <laughs> illegally. <laughs> all and the then guys we, were. And then they let us go and we went to a concert and did drugs. <laughs> you got drugs. <laughs> I love it. I miss those days sometimes. <laughs> Early twenties, we're so oh, young. I know. Yeah. I want to go to a concert so bad. We had a, we concert. went to a concert in our living room. I so, miss it. oh, did you really? Yeah, my husband loves Three Eleven. Have you ever heard of Three Eleven? Yes, he loves Three Eleven. He's like their biggest fan. I swear. And so, <laughs> th- for his birthday, they his boss got him like a series of like tickets for like online concerts, right? Mm-hmm whatever super cute and then they had like each each day that they played it was a different album and i mean it was cool it's like but you know you you're there and and it's great because you're in your living room it's cool but then it's like oh my god i miss going to like an outdoor festival and hearing music right i I miss it so much i know it's been it's been hard like we're like we're kind of like an edm family so we like to just jam to like techno and just like have such a good time and Zane was kind of getting to that age where like we weren't going to take him to like you know any big crazy shows or anything like no, that but, but a fun fun rave kids right. rave or something right start like venturing out a little bit and it's like seeing what music festivals we could take him to stuff like that but that's fun obviously you know things have changed but have you we, seen the I'm, ones where they've done in like the car they've done like raves yes. driving I want to do driving um where are those I know where are those I see them on TikTok and I'm like why isn't this happening in my hood a drive-in like, concert that would be fucking cool and we get to like out your sunroof we get to party right. in the car fuck it yeah they give or you like, like a little like area next square. to your car Yes. And then you and your little party, you just have your little yes. party, your social distance it looks party. Amazing. And you could like from far away more. connect we need with to other find people. One. Hey. Let's see if we can find one in the future <laughs> and make a day to go with a concert. Oh my god, please. Maybe please. there could be if one. Anyone out there, please do one. Like, if you ASAP. know one, tell us about it. Yes, in Georgia or Florida. <laughs> Georgia or Florida area. <laughs> well, let me tell you, a lot of big acts go to Georgia because they're not willing to come over here to Florida to kind of have it's kind of far out of the way. Meet them. We've that's yeah. we've done that. We've been to we've seen a couple bands out there, which yeah. I don't know. I really do l- like Atlanta a lot. I feel like it's Southern hospitality for real lives out there. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's it's crazy out here. So you know we so we we're not really sharing where we're living exactly but we're we're up north of atlanta so we're about like 15 miles north okay and it's very it's so different and that (laughs) hospitality that southern hospitality is real like it is every store you walk into it's still very much in the yes ma'am and yes sir mentality which is so different because you come from california where like you can't say that anymore, you know, because of everything that's going on with just genders and that's totally okay. And that's yeah. part of how it is over there. So it's very different coming over here and that constant yes, sir. And yes, ma'am vibe. And also too, but everybody's just so thank you so much. And you're, it's not yeah. just you're welcome. It's like, you're very welcome. And, and they're like, so, and they seem happy to see you. Yes. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Here. Every store you go into, the cashiers are amazing. Like, they're just like, did you find every, and like, did you find <laughs> everything? Do you feel okay with your purchases? And I'm just Do like, you, yes. I, l- let I me ask you a question. 
Bradley, because I would assume that California has kind of the similar pretentiousness as like here, Miami, Miami. Mm -hmm. I would say probably more Miami central. Mm -hmm. Would you feel that you have been kind of hardened into a place where people come at you so friendly and with such good manners that you're kind of like weirded out because you're like, oh, hello, good afternoon. How's it going? What do you want? It's weird, right? It's like, I think we mistake it as like, oh, they're being weird. They're not being weird. They're being nice. And you're not used to people being nice, right? No, you're so used to like, like in California, like the drive through people half the time. Like if you go to like Wendy's per se, like that, that last person that's handing you the food, like won't even tell you of like, that's the, that's your order. They'll just like hand you the bag and then close the window. And you're just like, yeah, that happens that here it? too. And then they'll like open and they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, yes. <laughs> they'll just close. Yeah. They'll look at you like, what the fuck do you want? Like we're done here. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the next one. Yeah. It's like, like, you can't remember. You only ordered one bag. I'm like, I ordered three different things. Is it, does it fit in one bag? I don't know. Does it fit in one bag? You didn't tell me if this is my order, (laughs) (laughs) but that's how it is down there. And people too, like, you know, there's crazy drivers everywhere. So I don't know. Traffic though, we're realizing is different even. It's just, it's a lot of the vibe. And like you said, it is that like people actually feel like they want to help you down here. And I don't know. I know it's only been a few weeks, but we've been very blessed lately. We haven't felt any sort of like, you know, weirdness because of the fact that we are two men with a son and, Mm -hmm. you know, but we, we did go down to Atlanta. Uh, we went to the Georgia aquarium. Oh my God. I love the Georgia aquarium. Oh my God. If if anyone that listens to this, you haven't been been, there, please take your kid Mm because that was the coolest thing. We have a year pass now. Like we're going to take him so much because it's that freaking cool. Um, but we went to, we went out to eat afterwards and we went to this restaurant and we got stared at more than we've been stared at in a very, very long time. Like you could just tell that in Atlanta. Yeah. Like you could just tell that we were, we were a little different vibes, you know, than people were used to, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it just, to us, it just kind of reminded us that like, you know what, at the end of the day, you just have to keep doing you right. And we're very mindful though. And I think that it's one thing just at a respect level that you kind of have to do where you live. Like, obviously, like if we do want to hold hands, we'll probably hold hands, but we've never really been <laughs> that kind of couple, just to be honest. Um, we don't really hold hands in public and like we do sometimes when we're watching movies at night and stuff, but um, we're very much, we're very okay with kind of keeping that, that line in public, you know, and it's just that respect level. And it's just to keep things like, chill you know yeah but i mean even though like it's not but we're we're not the thing is though is what i always tell people do you feel like you hiding yeah i I don't feel like i need to it's more just like that like i just do it it's a respect level thing do you think it's a subconscious thing no but i think you guys but it's for it's it's just in general for people like i I, i'm not when i go out with my husband too i'm not like i don't really we don't don't hold hands we don't hold hands right i mean me and my husband rarely hold hands Thank Especially, you for saying that because it's not just like a gay thing, it's right? Not. It's not just no, about general, being scared or like. And then there's some people, there's respect. some couples too. Have you ever been around a couple where they just can't keep their hands off each other and you're just kind of like, whoa, <laughs> can you guys like, do yeah. you need ice? Do you need to cool it down over there? Like, have you ever been like, around that relax. makes you uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah. It's weird. People it's still like, hold on. I'm right here though. Why are you doing that? <laughs> 
people really Stop do that it. still? People, I, oh my I, God, I mean, not recently, maybe teenagers, but God, I remember being school. around. No, like you, no, I mean. I have some adult friends that get down and it's like, it's a little much. And I'm like, I'm literally right here. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go like over there. Yeah. <laughs> some people yeah, are also weird. very touchy feeling too. <laughs> Even like with friends, you've noticed some people are like, very huggy, very shake handshakey, and yeah, like yeah, I mean, there's some couples like, that when hey, they so. sit together, they're <laughs> always like, yeah, and we're right. yeah, and then too much. <laughs> yeah. I know, I feel you. Yeah. I'm yeah, also not a hugger weird. too, apparently either. With <laughs> people, I'm a little standoffish apparently too, because like I want to feel you out, we'll see what kind of vibes, and then we can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Then we can get close and personal, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying No, but I love it out here. The South the South is really cool. It's just it's totally one of those states where, you know, it's just it's getting used to it all, you know, because even though like I got the Delta Eight and I got, you know, still access to all my C B D stuff, which is really cool. It is very different to not have that cannabis or to that THC to really uplift you that you are so uplift you the way that you're used to. Mm-hmm it's so different. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, if anybody that listens to this, that's down here too in Georgia, please reach out to me and just tell me what I can do. You know, I'm trying, like, like we're saying, trying to get involved and trying to get connected to people, but it is kind of hard, especially during COVID. Right. Cause right. a lot of it nowadays is just kind of depending on like, okay, who can I find on social media and who can, and who can find me. <laughs> so I'm hoping that things like start to pan out and we can start making changes um, sooner than later, you know, because it is so different. And I know that there's like, I think about me just been down here for three weeks that's struggling already. So I'm like, I could even imagine people that have been out there their whole lives struggling with it all, you know, and having to do that behind the table like that. And, you know, even where I currently live, I don't have a patio um so it's going back to that whole like smoking in like you know confined areas again which is really different um you know I'm not even really too comfortable doing it out in my living room when the kids asleep anymore because then like I have to open up the windows granted I'm doing delta and cbd but it's just like giving off that impression here and I'm still a little hesitant about because it is mm-hmm. Georgia so right. Like, I don't want someone looking in and seeing me <laughs> ripping a bong. Yeah. It's, it's hemp flower, I swear. Like, you know, like, I just, it's it's very different. So I'm hoping that things can change soon. And for not just myself, but for the other people that have been dealing with this for way longer. Because, like, they deserve it. You know, they deserve that feeling of, like, you know, I'm not saying be able to open up your window and just do what you want. But, like, that feeling of just not having to hide, you know, that was the really intense part about California. Like we're sitting there moving that last month and I had my garage wide open and we're just smoking in the garage while I'm like moving stuff. And like, no one gives two craps there. Like that's wonderful. We just drive by and it's like, whatever, you know? And, um, because it's like, it's, I don't know. It's like California has a mutual understanding. I think with cannabis, it's like people granted, everyone has their views, right. And everyone has their negative views, but I do feel like a lot of people, are so open to it down there and they just understand like people do it responsibly as long as you do it responsibly people will respect you Mm -hmm. and they'll respect your decisions and what you do and that's how it should be everywhere it should be that everybody just respects what they got to do for themselves you know and don't judge and don't that's it Exactly. Mind your business. (laughs) We're gonna get I mean I'm legally look I feel like people say mind your business is like yes but like 
depends what it is and this is definitely one of those things where it's like who cares well, like seriously like yeah mind your business you know yeah. i mean i'm legally consuming my cannabis because i have my card but i still get a little like oh weird about sitting in the backyard and smoking it and worrying about anybody like my neighbors smelling it or seeing me i've seen your neighbors you're good bro <laughs> how about across the street well you know what i'm talking about oh my god yeah, there's so many it's, it's yeah. nerve-wracking now. even in a medical state like you said like when i was in arizona too um you know arizona uh, passed when i was down there and it was very interesting to do it but it was still very frowned upon you know like i got pulled over once and i didn't have anything even um i didn't have any sort of like you know i didn't i wasn't consuming in my in my vehicles what i'm trying to say but I just bought um, some fresh product that was in my car and it was kind of making my car smell. And a cop pulled me over and he totally like, you know, are you smoking in here? And I'm like, no, sir. I just have some product that's unopened. Well, are you sure? Cause it smells like it in here and sun, you know, and he totally was like, just belittling me. And, you know, so sometimes even living in that medical state, like it is, it is still that kind of, it's nerve wracking because mm-hmm. it is, it is still those different views and it's just like, but I feel like, you know oh, yeah. what? You, you, I get nervous every time you I get bring up a good point. Dispensary. Listen, you bring up a good point. The thing is, is these cops and this system has been thinking this way and has had this on their list of things forever. So Look at the South hard, Dakota cops. It's what they did. Hard. It's going to be hard, especially now when things change for them to adapt to the new laws. Some people aren't good with change. And when you're in those roles, it's kind of difficult because things change. Life changes. How we live, it changes. This is a stigma for years and years and years and years. And they've had to uphold the law. And it's been their ticket to to illegally search people forever. They smell marijuana. So it's going to be hard to break them out of that habit, man. What they lose. They don't want to lose that. That's why the South Dakota cops had the ballot measure all the voters voted for medical for medical they, marijuana right. and, and they were all like marijuana. oh no you made a wrong you made a wrong mistake and the, they <laughs> turned it over back. they took it back yeah it's interesting you know it's i know it's and that's what it is right it's like it's those mindsets and it's like the you know because i am one of those people like and you guys know as content creators too like we make content that um, make people laugh right so we'll make like the overconsumption jokes and we'll talk about how sometimes you take a thousand milligrams and it makes you feel all crazy and blah 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 do we have those moments taking plant medicine where maybe we do take a little too much sometimes we do feel a little extra yes but it's 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 tr- it's treating it as such as like sometimes we deserve to just kind of let loose like that right and that's the beauty of the plant medicine is like we can use it for the medicinal purposes we can also use it in that way to kind of just let loose and have fun a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's, just, it's trying to break the stigma. So people understand through those comedy videos that like, it's not that serious. It's right. not as serious as we've made it out to be. If you do take a thousand milligrams one night and you do end up feeling really, really intense, that's okay. If it's too much, you learn. And then you just take what works for you next time, you know, take so some it's just, CBD and bring you down. It's trying to, it's trying to break all that, you know, and it's, I think, it's happening slowly, but surely, you know, and like we we said, like Georgia, I think is really starting to change their views more and more. Um, there's a lot more advocacy out there now and days more than ever, you know, and people, I think 
to be honest with you, I think Delta Eight has really opened a door. Um, you know, I'm still very hesitant about Delta Eight. I'm also really concerned about how many products have come out recently with Delta Eight. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's a different topic. But um, I do believe though Delta Eight is kind of opening that door where people are now finding that legal way to consume this um, in a psychoactive manner. And they're realizing the benefits and they're like, holy crap, if we can get this out of this, imagine having actual access now, you know? So I think it's, I think it's opening people up. And I think I'm hoping this is that year, like we said to the federal, I really hope it's sooner than later, but I hope just with that happening, the fact that it's even being talked on a federal level to that magnitude, I just hope people right now are just being open-minded and just being like, dude, like, Stop it's just a plan. It's crazy thing. It's just, it's literally, I hate to use the, that word like too, too much, but like I more and more have been more comfortable with just using the word weed because it is just weed. It is. I love that it's word. A weed. I love that term. word. It's a great slang term because it is so like, that's, it's just, it's very natural to just say like, it's just weed, like it's weed, you know? And yeah. it's, and when people can just like kind of look at it like that, like it's not, <gasps> it's not marijuana. Yeah, you know, like it's just weed, and it's like cool. Okay, sweet, and it's (laughs) It's like sweet. I'm hoping that Georgia can get to that level. I really do, and I hope all the states, because there's other states that are suffering right now, and people out there. And when I told everybody I was moving to Georgia, my messages flooded with everybody in um, non-legal states, and they're just like, "Do you know what you're doing? (laughs) Like, hold on, do you know what you're getting yourself into? (laughs) Trying to get, yeah, they're like trying to warn me, like, no, like stop, and I'm like. Thank you. Like, and it's, but, but it's like sad at the same time because it's like you listen to their stories and what they go through to try and get their medicine or the, the parents that are hiding it or the parents that are just trying to do it the CBD and Delta 8 route but aren't getting the benefits they need. It's just, it's intense to hear the stories, you know, when all they want is just that natural stuff, yeah. you know, that we, that we just... The weed. We don't even look at it in any sort of way, right? Like, it's not even a no thing way. to us anymore. It's just like, it's cannabis, dude. It's amazing. It's it is what it is. It's a flower of like, a plant. Uh, so, I'm hoping. It's hoping coming. It changes coming. People's views are changing. People are more accepting. Look, I'm smoking weed in my dad's backyard. I never thought I'd be doing that. You know, I've been staying at my dad's house for the last couple of months because of renovations in my house you can't see behind oh us. yeah they, i just walked into her house brad it looks like a brand new house as <laughs> soon as awesome. i walked in i heard that song or the, that tiktok song it's like a brand new beat <laughs> <laughs> i was like I wow <laughs> that's awesome so, so yeah exciting. i'm excited to see it smoking weed in my parents backyard i didn't think that ever coming they're accepting of it yeah they understand Right. And it's amazing. You know, like my, my parents don't consume, but they're very, very supportive and they're, they know what I have to do for me and they know what my career is. They know I'm like cannabis coach online and it's crazy how much like they've adapted. My grand, my grandparents know, you know, like they're very, the world is changing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just about, again, keeping that open mind, people realizing it is just a plant that grows from the ground that we are literally just turning into medicine and we're using for different medicinal purposes and that's all there is to it and it's just I I like it when people can look at it simply you know and they can stop making it such big such a big thing in their head 
you know. Yeah, and we're every day we're learning more and more and more about this plant and how it can help in so many different ways. Now there's a Delta 10. I know, that's what I was going to say. Have you, you heard there's a Delta, Delta 10? 10? Yeah. I, I know. to pretend like I've heard, but no. Can you please? I saw, I have to look we, it up, we honestly. The TikTok. Look, I saw TikTok and this lady was like, Delta 10 made me. She when was I reviewing went, I'm like, it. Blah, blah, and I was like, Delta 10. Now these people are just straight Making up Delta making shit <laughs> up. I'm like, what the fuck is Delta 10? Next is you Delta 12, 13. Yeah. Ooh, Delta. Have you heard of Delta 15? Like, what? <laughs> oh, you guys, please. Delta, one at a time. Delta 7. Delta C, yeah, Delta A. Delta 76. Yeah. Delta 69. I know. Yeah. What? The 76? Yeah. So there, apparently there's a Delta 10. There's a Delta 10. Because afterwards I went, oh, let me Google this shit. Whatever, bitch. You know? I'm like, okay. That's crazy. And then there's like a Delta 10 now. That's crazy. Apparently it's more energetic and like she enjoyed it during her run. at the same time. Because that was a really cool feeling. To be honest with you, when I was down here and when I, so I called my local smoke shop and they were like, yeah, we have uh, the Delta 8 vapes. And I went down there and, and again, I looked and just to be able to like know that it's that close and it's right there. I'm just like, okay, like, whoo. And it that actually works. like works, you know, and it's, it's nice because when you take such a break from, uh, you know, Delta 9, um, hold on, am I saying all the Deltas right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Delta 9, you're taking oh, yeah, a break no, from Delta 9. <laughs> Yeah, so whenever you take such a, you know, break from that, Delta 8 actually really does something. It actually, like... Yeah, that's me, true. It got me kind of like, woo! I was like, holy crap. I was like, this That is makes sense. Crazy. You haven't been so, using THC, like, Delta... Yeah, Delta 8. Delta now 70. it works. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, now you know... Like, whoa, well, but yeah, but I feel like you would have to take more. At first, I didn't take that much, and I was like, oh, oh, this is... This is pretty good. And then yeah. I felt like I had to eat more. You had to up the ante the next yeah. time. And then now, like, edibles are very inconsistent now, period, for me. Yeah. I hate edibles it. are, I know. Edibles are not. And I would have to take, like, high milligrams. It's yeah. awful, isn't it? Like, when your tolerance starts to change like that. But the reality is, it's like, it is what it is. But I still need to consume and medicate. So I got to make it work, you know? Yeah. I really do. <laughs> but. It's okay. It's it's working out. So if anyone down here in Georgia is struggling, look in a Delta Eight. You can reach out to me too. I'd be happy to help direct you and guide you and help find routines and that work let for us, you. Because you'll let us know later that brand that you found that you're like, yes. yeah, <laughs> it's somewhere, somewhere, yes. <laughs> absolutely. And that was cannabis coach Bradley King. You can find him. On Instagram as cannabis underscore coach or Bradley King underscore on TikTok. And his website is cclifecoaching.com. We love him. That was a really fun conversation. I can't wait till we get together with him. I know. That's going to be That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And I mean, Delta 8, man, making strides. Soon, Delta 10. Maybe Delta 76. (laughs) Who knows how many Deltas we're going to find. There's a whole, uh, there's a whole universe of deltas out there. Um, so we're so glad you've made it so far to this bro and this uh, broadcast. I was gonna say broadcast podcast. 
Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, thank you so much to our sponsors, Yanni Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsel, Jesse Reyes, Christy Rodriguez, and April Collins. Thank you, thank you, thank we you. We appreciate you. Please sign up for our Patreon and this get some for you. additional access to some Pot Smoking Moms content. I'm just going to sound as annoying as possible as I play ourselves out. I'm going to just hit the bog as you play our Oh, but play, yeah, play, yeah, okay. go hit the bog. Thank you so much for listening to Pot Smoky Moms. Bye.